If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at Midi understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And Midi can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. Midi clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Radio update starts now. A shootout in New Orleans. I'm Pete Fox. Niners and Saints got it done on offense as San Francisco posts their 11th win, 48-46, on a Robbie Gold 30-yard walk-off field goal. Four touchdowns and one interception for Jimmy Garoppolo, finishing with 349. Drew Brees, 349 as well. He threw for five touchdowns. It was just a hard-fought football game. (laughs) I mean, all the way around. Both sides, you know, back and forth. They're a great team. I feel like we're a great team have the ability to be a great team so this was like a this is like a heavyweight boxing match just trading punches all all game long jimmy garoppolo we win different ways every week i I feel like i say the same thing every week to you guys but it's just uh that's what a good football team does you find a way to win tough games like this whatever it may be i think our guys are built for anything though and handling the environment and everything it was it was pretty loud out there you know but i thought we did well with it in Buffalo, the Ravens extend their winning streak to nine in a row. They're now 11-2 and and 6-1 and on the road after holding on to beat the Bills 24-17. Three touchdowns for Lamar Jackson. Off the play fake, Jackson lopped down the middle. He's got Hayden Hurst wide open, 40. Bills 30, leg race 20. Hurst to the 10, 5, touchdown Ravens! Hayden Hurst in for the score, and the Ravens open with the longest passing play of the day. Redskins fall to the pack at Lambeau 2015. Jets a walk-off 44-yarder from Sam Ficken as they edge the Dolphins 22-21. Buccaneers got four touchdowns from Jameis Winston, part of 456 on the day as they come from behind to beat the Colts 38-35. Chargers routed the Jags 45-10, and the Broncos down the Texans 38-24. Drew Locke throwing for 309 and three touchdowns. Pete Fox, NBC Sports Radio. If good fences make good neighbors, what about bad fences? You could ask local officials and residents along the U.S.-Mexican border about that. They hate the monstrous wall that Bush and the Congress have decreed be erected to separate our countries. Not only is the wall a repugnant blemish on their landscape, severing the everyday cross-border flow of life, but the damn thing doesn't work. 
The claim of the fence builders is that it will keep workers from the South from crossing into the U.S. illegally. Local folks know, however, that that's a bad joke. First of all, Washington's wall covers only 700 of our 2,000-mile border, and long experience shows that migrants will simply flow through the gaps. Others are already making gaps of their own. On one completed stretch of the fence near Columbus, New Mexico, human ingenuity is winning out over bullheaded barricade builders. Border agents report that they started seeing cuts in the towering wall almost immediately after it was constructed. From simple hacksaws to plasma torches that can slice quickly through steel, immigrants have found their way through. Others have used ladders, trucks, and other devices to scale the wall, while at least one group has bungee-jumped into the country. Also, the fence itself is creating convenient gaps, for the heavy structure is settling into the unstable ground. As it settles, the parts split, so much so that agents say determined migrants can wedge themselves through. Meanwhile, this multi-billion dollar monument to political stupidity does nothing to deter the 40% of immigrants who make a legal visit to the U.S. for business, vacation, or other purposes, then don't go home. This is Jim Hightower saying, walling off Mexico might make some politicians feel good, but it's certainly not going to stop human ingenuity and determination. Honor our police officers, firefighters, paramedics, and military who face the ultimate dangers for our safety. This morning's reminder from Mike Tran eShop, family owned and operated for over 20 years. Why spend high dealership rates when you can save? Bring your foreign or domestic vehicle to Mike Tran eShop, located at 21891 Alessandro Boulevard in Moreno Valley, or call 951 243 7675. Mike Tran eShop thanks their customers and is on the air supporting our local first responders. It's time to make the Tri-City Center in Redlands a regular part of your weekly shopping experience. Tri-City is home to a wide assortment of quality businesses, including the all-new Ocean Aquatics. Check out their variety of exotic tropical fish along with fish food, accessories, and tanks of all shapes and sizes. The Tri-City Center is located just off of Alabama in the Tennessee exits in Redlands. Visit the Tri-City Center today and find out why it's called the Mall with a Heart. Now, here's a new concept, digital network advertising, where businesses display your ad inside their building. If a picture's worth a thousand words, your company is going to thrive with digital network advertising. Choose your marketing sites or jump on the DNA system and advertise with all participants. Your business ad or logo is rotated multiple times an hour inside local businesses where people will discover your company. Digital Network Advertising, DNA, a novel way to be seen and remembered. Digital Network Advertising with networks in Redlands and Yucaipa. Call in the 909 area, 222-9293 for introductory pricing. That's 909-222-9293 for Digital Network Advertising. One last time, Digital Network Advertising, 909 909-222- the following program is produced by the AM First Radio Network and distributed by Global American Broadcasting, the Gab Radio Network. Thank you for tuning in for this edition of Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali. I'm Attorney Zulu Ali with the Justice Watch crew. 
Rosa Nunez, Michael Bilal Clark, Dr. Akil Bashir, and Jennifer Ponce. This week, like every week, we'll be discussing critical legal and social justice issues that are impacting our communities. This week, we'll be talking about uh, Kamala Harris and her uh, sudden, uh, recent and sudden departure from the presidential race and why black voters did not support her, and also the issue of internal racism and, and colorism. So I'm going to start by asking both of you, uh, how did that impact you? I mean, what did you think about her? I'm going to go to you first, Jennifer. What do you <laughs> think about Kamala Harris dropping out of the, out of the presidential race? Well, I mean, I think it's disappointing that she dropped out of the race, but I see why, too. She wasn't getting enough support as far as people really believing that she would have the ability to beat Trump. But I think that the need for her to stay and remain was, was there, even though it was showing she wasn't getting the numbers in certain areas. Yeah, and I think likewise, I think that she... She basically didn't have, she saw that she didn't have a chance, although she came and said the reasons for her dropping out was basically because of her financial, yeah. you know, um, um, I believe that, I believe that um, she just basically didn't have a chance. And also, I believe that um, a lot of, a lot of voters um, favored, especially African Americans, they actually favored Joe Biden opposed to her. And so she looked at the numbers and she felt that, I believe that she felt it wasn't really because of her financial position. I just feel that she just thought that she could not win this race, especially going up against Trump, and that Biden had a, a better chance at succeeding in that. I also read, too, somewhere that uh, they found that a lot of African-American voters were um, favoring Sanders, Bernie Sanders, too. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I think that one of the things that I know, at least some of uh, a lot of the responses that we re that we got with regards to the subject today talked about. I mean, people people just outright said that she wasn't black. Mm -hmm. They talked about the yep. issue of the fact that her husband was white. Mm -hmm. I mean, there was a lot of things that they they came down and 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 really hard on her. And um, I mean, it could have been the, I, I don't really know why a lot, someone would say that she's not black. I mean, just generally making that statement. It's just that she really did not have that connection to African-American voters. I know that she had spent some time as an attorney general and spent some time as a, uh, as a, as a district attorney. Mm -hmm. uh, there's allegations that basically she had blocked uh, situations where individuals who may have been able to avoid the death penalty, she mm -hmm. seemed to have been very aggressive when it came to prosecution of individuals in those circumstances, according to the scuttlebutt, so to speak, mm -hmm. and also the fact that they suggest that as an attorney general, then there was an issue of making, uh, you know, this this hard drive to make parents of children who may have been truants to. Uh, you know, call for criminal conviction of those particular exactly. type of, of parents, you know. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I mean, you know, it's kind of one of those things where, you know, uh, is it the, you know, on one hand, you know, I think it's more of the issues than it than it is that black people were not thinking she wasn't black enough. Was it the fact that she wasn't black enough and that she couldn't connect to black issues? Or, you know, are they just basically just being hard on her unfairly? Mm -hmm. I mean, that that's really the question. I mean, you have those who say that it's really that she could not connect with the black voters because black people expect more out of black candidates mm -hmm. than they do 
out of white candidates. I mm-hmm. mean, is is that a legitimate concern? Well, it's, it's interesting is because even in the in the early days of the debate, what are they uh, they were talking about Joe Biden and his history when he was a senator with like racism. Mm-hmm. So to me, I found that interesting that they would still be more lenient towards someone like that, even though I did read also about, you know, her ties to law enforcement and these things. I feel like they're just, you know, being a little bit tougher on her. Mm-hmm. But I think that that when you look at her, when you look at all of the things that she involved herself in in terms of politics, you know, they dubbed her, you know, that saying the top cop and, and mm-hmm. you know, and also like you say that she was hard on a lot of those issues where she um, she actually blocked the exoneration of people. And and this, the subjects that she dealt with, like there was a question that asked her about um uh, uh, reparations, and she said, "Well, I'm here to represent all people." And I think whenever you're dealing with the African American vote, a lot of some some African Americans feel that if you don't support this black agenda, then I'm not going to support you at all. Mm. And um, I don't think it's a matter of 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 being being tough on her. I just think it's a matter of them just looking back and saying, "Are you going to support this agenda that we have?" And if you don't support this agenda, then we're not going to support you at all. And of course, they're going to be harder on her than they are going to be on Joe Biden. That's just typically how mm-hmm. it goes. I mean, and should that be the case? I mean, should they be harder on her than they would be on Joe Biden just simply because she happens to be African American? I mean, is that you know is 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 that the way it should be? No, it's not the way it should be, but it's just the way people think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or in the fact that she's also female, too. I wonder if that played a role in it. I don't think her being female is really as much of an issue as the fact that they're, you know, um, I mean, because people, uh, the African-American community, many people in the African-American community ultimately became extremely critical of, of, of President Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. And felt that a lot of what he was doing really did not bl- benefit African-Americans, that he should have did more for black people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, he did, they, the, you know, the argument is he did a lot more for other people than he did basically African-Americans. Mm-hmm. Um, and so sometimes the question is, are we just harder on African-Americans? I mean, do we kind of like, I mean, is it, is it, is it as, you know, African-American people when it comes to our own, are we, is this kind of like a byproduct of the Willie Lynch? I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, in a sense, yeah, but I think that you hold your own to a higher standard. I mean, in other words, you expect someone um, that's of African-American descent to kind of side with you, although we know that that's not, you know, reality because it doesn't happen all the time. But I think they're holding her to a higher standard because they expect something totally different. When you're saying Joe Biden, it's like he's white, so they uh, people feel like, okay, that's just expected out of you. Well, I think that is. I think that's classic uh, Willie Lynch. I mean, you know, I mean, plus, I mean, we talk, I mean, a lot of it also, uh, you know, the complexion issue yeah. that they brought up, um, the fact that her father was Jamaican, which is ridiculous, and then the fact that, you know, that she's married to a white man. I mean, those things have come up. I mean, she did go to Howard, mm-hmm. uh, She HBCU, um, but on the other hand, I think that sometimes, you know, you know, is is our oftentimes in every paradigm within our in our culture, sometimes in each paradigm within our culture, we tend to believe that we have the silver lining and silver bullet as to um, what is, you know, 
the way that we should address all issues. Mm -hmm. And I think that the reason why that I, I, sometimes I think we miss out on it. I think that um, I can understand how someone may be concerned about her particular issues. I mean, specifically on the on, on when it comes to certain things that are, are impacting the African-American community um, or the, just just, you know, the country in general. But to put us in a, put put her in a situation or put it in a situation where she's held to a higher standard and expected to you know champion certain uh, positions just simply because she happens to be African American really makes no sense. I mean, I, I, I'm not really feeling that aspect of it. Mm -hmm. I think there are some legitimate concerns, especially in her record as a district attorney mm -hmm. and a, attorney general. I can I can feel that. But some of this other stuff, I just, I'm just not getting. I mean, I, I can't see why you would put her at a higher standard than you would someone else because you think that that person should be more sensitive to the African American community. So we're going to basically say that she should be hold her to a higher standard. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I, do, I just think that a lot of people just look back at her past history as you know, um, just a district attorney, and see some of the decisions that she made during during that particular time and how the decisions that she made at that particular time were subjects and there were issues that was that that African Americans, you know, held dearly, like, you know, are you gonna be able to correct, you know, all this injustice that's being done to people in the justice system and stuff like that, considering that African American make up a great, you know, percentage of the prison population. So I guess they look back at her past history and now that she's running, I guess I don't know whether or not she's changing her tone just to get into office. And whether or not once she get into office, whether or not that she was going to revert back to the way she used to believe. So mm -hmm. I think there was some concern there. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, politicians are politicians. And the reality of it is, is that basically a lot of what she's, you know, is someone else, uh, you know, embracing a more radical of you that happens to be not African-American. What are other, what are the other candidates saying about mm -hmm. uh, reparations? I mean, yeah. is it? Are, do they? Do, does is there another candidate that's going to be a little bit more sensitive to the issue, or, or, or you know, what's going on? Do we know about that? What are the other candidates saying about? I don't even think that that's out there. Yeah. To be honest, I haven't seen well, anything about that. Well, that 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 had been a significant topic when they. I think they all have been asked about the issue of reparations. Mm -hmm. That was actually, you know, part of a something that they were all that you know they were. I think it might even be, you know, something that happened during one of the debates, right? Mm -hmm. I know yeah, that yeah, I that, that had been a big issue. So yeah. there's one of the candidates that I believe that has actually been a very, that said that she would support it, right? Yeah, I can't remember who that was. Yeah, but yeah. at any rate. Yeah, but I just think, I, I really think that um, also that it's, it's, it's more, like you say, it's more along the lines of politics, and, and she had to basically take that back seat in order to, bring about someone who actually they felt that had a better chance at winning against Trump because, you know, when you look at it and you look at all the candidates who is, you know, who is out there that, that's better to, you know, win against him, you know? And should that be the standard? Should we should we focus on who actually has the best chance of beating Trump or should we focus on the issue as to who's going to, who's talking the best stuff? I mean, you know, who, who's going to um, deal with our particular issues? Yeah. But at any rate, we'll talk about this on the other side of the break. Nubian Pictures presents a CCM Films production documentary entitled Purpose and Freedom. Keep your hand on the plow. 
This emotional and strong documentary tells the story of African-American lawyer Zulu Ali seeking justice and his purpose as a lawyer while crossing paths with Araceli, an undocumented immigrant from Mexico who is seeking her freedom. Together, they help discover their purpose and freedom in each other. Watch this incredible film today from iTunes Movies, YouTube Movies, Amazon Prime, and Google Play Movies. Learn about the cast and crew, links to purchase, and more at PurposeAndFreedomMovie.com. Purpose and Freedom. Keep your hand on the plow. Available now. Rated G. I did not feel safe. That's why I decided to come to California, because I didn't feel safe in Mexico. It's kind of like the system, and if you go outside the system, then it becomes a struggle. Are you an immigrant seeking defense representation and are looking to protect your rights? Or maybe someone who is experiencing an injustice or discrimination and need a lawyer you can trust? Well, that's exactly why you need the help of award-winning trial lawyer Zulu Ali. The law offices of Zulu Ali provides immigration defense representation for those seeking justice and looking to protect their rights. If you or a loved one needs professional legal advice and representation, then contact Zulu Ali. Zulu Ali's firm focuses on criminal law, family law, civil and personal injury, and international law. Zulu Ali is a former police officer and U.S. Marine, so you know you're in good hands. Serving all of California and immigration cases nationwide, representing victims and suspects, at the International Criminal Court at The Hague. Call Zulu Ali today at 888-682-3049 or visit ZuluAliLaw.com. There's a new nationally syndicated radio program that's sweeping the nation, and you don't want to miss it. Justice Watch with attorney Zulu Ali, the voice of justice for the people. The focus of Justice Watch is to provide an honest analysis and viable solutions to the criminal and social justice crisis in America and the world from a black, brown, working class, and socially disadvantaged perspective, and to motivate listeners to be informed and part of the solution. Zulu Ali is joined by the Justice Crew, consisting of Rosa Nunez, Michael Clark, Dr. Akil Bashir, and Charito Ali to tackle the most pressing issues. Host attorney Zulu Ali is a former police officer, U.S. Marine Corps veteran, and an award-winning trial lawyer who focuses on representing persons accused of crimes, immigrants, victims of discrimination, and persons seeking civil justice. Find out how to listen to Justice Watch with attorney Zulu Ali at justicewatchradio.com. Welcome back to Justice Watch with attorney Zulu Ali and the Justice Watch crew. So uh, we left off talking about the position of the candidate. So I'm going to, you know, doing my own research. Mm -hmm. uh, I've seen that the support for reparations is with uh, uh, Kamala Harris, Elizabeth Warren, and HUD uh, Secretary Julian Castro have called the issue important or acknowledge how history supports calls for restitution, right? Mm-hmm. And Booker actually has been running on a policy that would help close the racial wealth gap, introducing, introducing a companion Senate bill to H.R. 40, calling for the federal government to study reparations. Bernie Sanders has argued that instead of reparations, his focus on policies helping distressed communities in general, particularly a black communities. And then, uh, but in April, Sanders said he would sign a reparations bill if it came across his desk. Hmm. Right? 
And so now you go back and you look at the issue of President Barack Obama. He never did endorse reparations mm -hmm. or support creating a reparations program, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I mean, the reality of it is is that basically, I mean, she just never could, you know, garner the, the African-American support, um, you know, uh, you know, maybe it's just that she really wasn't, you know, didn't have, you know, politics is, is really a matter of charisma, of charisma and strategy. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes the person who's able to garner the support for certain individuals really is more or less, you know, a, a byproduct of that individual doing what politicians do best. And that's telling people what they want to hear mm -hmm. as opposed mm -hmm. to necessarily being, you know, is this individual going to do what they say they're going to do when they're going to get into office? And oftentimes we feel like, you know, politics is obviously one of those. I think it's important for the African-American community to be very, you know, uh, uh, attentive to the the debates the candidates the office the vote you know the the race the president you know what's coming up because obviously you know the turnout was very low the last time and i feel like obviously it it it, it uh, turned on us mm -hmm. by not turning out the vote so i i really you know um i'm happy to see that people are focused on it however i think that much of what you know has came around with regards to kamala harris and the and the and the support, uh, I don't I don't really necessarily agree that you know when African Americans as an African American the reason that I would not support Kamala Harris would had nothing definitely would have nothing to do with the fact that you know she's an African American and the positions that she had taken I think it would definitely be strictly on the issues of the fact that the position that she had taken as an Attorney General and as a District Attorney you know, is, you know, you can't deny that. You can't avoid it mm -hmm. as much as, I, no matter what I would want to do and sit here to show my support for, for her, those things are, they are what they are. And it's mm -hmm. hard to avoid those things. But at the same time, I mean, I think that when we begin to start, you know, expecting more out of our own candidates than we do um, other people, it becomes problematic from, from this from this perspective, I mean, sometimes the thoughts that 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 may go through someone's head, or the thoughts that we may have when it comes to certain issues, may necessarily not be um, realistic. And you know, when you said that, basically, the support for Joe Biden within the African American community focuses uh, heavily on his ability to beat Trump. I, I mean, and some would say that that makes no sense. We shouldn't be foc focusing on just getting Trump out of the office and just giving away our vote. Mm -hmm. We need to make sure that people earn our vote, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. However, you know, it, it, you know, our system of, of voting in this country when it comes to the presidential election, is, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. I mean, his, him going into, you know, I don't really know necessarily if he was the individual who all Republicans would have necessarily would like to have seen to be like to have been in the White House. I think that basically he garnered a lot of support basically because strategically they wanted to earn the House back. They wanted to get him in the office because there was a bigger agenda. They were mm -hmm. thinking ahead of just the, you know, what was necessarily right in front of them. 
and that's kind of strategically the way that they work. I mean, I think that we have there's two things: the way that they tell you politics work, and the way that politics really works. And and really, we have to look and say, you know, he gets into office, and then he gets all this support, and there's things that they benefited from what, from him getting into office. Were they looking at, you know, it was a strategy, mm-hmm. especially in light of what what the the country and where we were with Barack Obama, right? And hit in the aftermath and how the country was really upset with the fact that a black man had been the president of the United States. That had a lot to do with it. I mean, whether pe- whether we realize it or not, whether even those who may deny that to be the issue, I mean, that had a whole lot to do with it. You know, it it really did because otherwise he wouldn't have been running on a platform that really appealed so much to individuals that clearly were concerned about race. So now, you know, the reason I'm, I'm, I'm going in that direction is showing, should we as black people be focused on supporting someone who has the best chance of, win, of, of taking the White House away from uh, Donald Trump? Um, wow. I, I mean, I think that we, I don't think that, I mean, that should be the, I mean, that should be the agenda. Of course, uh, you want someone who's going to have your best interest at heart and be able to, you know, uh, uh, support that agenda that you, you know, that you constantly, you know, giving them in, in order to, in, in other words, instead of just doing a lip service, get up there and do something. But in the same tokens, I think that in, in this, in this, in this day and time right now, seeing that all the, the chaos that, that came along with Donald Trump and, and him being president, I think that, that, that African Americans sit back and just say, you know what, I don't care who gets up there at this point as long as it's not him again. Hmm. One of the articles I know that they were talking about how, you know, voters of color were really worried about having a presidential candidate of color and then they weren't confident in the white vote to even get them into office kind of being like the justification as to why Mm. like not having that trust I mean I don't know how valid that is or not but well I think that what we have to do is we have to begin I mean I think that there's an over you know there's a an overreaching strategy Mm -hmm. that you know, you, you know that's the way it really works. I think that you know it's like everything else in this country. There's a way, you know, it's like, you, you know, they they give you this rhetoric about the way the the world's supposed to be or where the country's supposed to be. However, you know what the what it's the the theory, the idea of our former democracy in this country is different than the reality of the democracy in this country. It's the same thing with the politics, the idea of politics and the reality of politics. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, when we, I mean, I can understand the whole sentiment that we want to get someone into office that's basically going to do something for us and do something for African Americans. Um, And, and, but at the same time, we do have to be strategic about. I mean, let's just say we overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly vote for someone who doesn't, who doesn't have an op- the, the chance of beating um, uh, Donald Trump, and he gets back in the office. I mean, you know, that's voting with your emotion, mm-hmm. and that's vote, and you know, that's not that's not strategic. I mean, let's just call an ace an ace and a spade mm-hmm. and spade it, at least from my perspective. I think it's a legitimate concern. I mean, I think that you want to figure out the way that you can get the best of both both worlds. Mm-hmm. Someone who has the opportunity to, you know, win the election and beat Donald Trump, but also someone that's going to, you're going to get something out of it at the same exactly. time. 
So, I mean, but if you, but the most important thing is, yes, you, it, it does matter because they're not focused on. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at MIDI Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Um, the person that's going to necessarily, you know, co-sign their issues, they're focused on, you know, who's able to get into the White House, who's able to garner that type of support to win these other elections. Mm -hmm. You know, in other words, who's able to get certain policies passed, who's able to, go, you know, maybe go to Washington and do the politics to do what they need to do in the House, to do, do what they need to do in the city. I mean, you, we had a black man that was in office, but he had very a very, very difficult time of getting things really passed that even that he believed in. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot, is a bigger issue with it, and sometimes principle can only get you so far. You know, I mean, that's, that's, that's the reality of it. But at any rate, we'll talk about this on the other side of the break. Don't touch that down. Nubian Pictures presents a CCM Films production documentary entitled Purpose and Freedom. Keep your hand on the plow. This emotional and strong documentary tells the story of African-American lawyer Zulu Ali seeking justice and his purpose as a lawyer while crossing paths with Araceli, an undocumented immigrant from Mexico who is seeking her freedom. Together, they help discover their purpose and freedom in each other. Watch this incredible film today from iTunes Movies, YouTube Movies, Amazon Prime, and Google Play Movies. Learn about the cast and crew, links to purchase, and more at PurposeAndFreedomMovie.com. Purpose and Freedom. Keep your hand on the plow. Available now. Rated G. I did not feel safe. That's why I decided to come to California, because I didn't feel safe in Mexico. It's kind of like the system, and if you go outside the system, then it becomes a struggle. Are you an immigrant seeking defense representation and are looking to protect your rights? Or maybe someone who is experiencing an injustice or discrimination and need a lawyer you can trust? Well, that's exactly why you need the help of award-winning trial lawyer, Zulu Ali. 
The law offices of Zulu Ali provides immigration defense representation for those seeking justice and looking to protect their rights. If you or a loved one needs professional legal advice and representation, then contact Zulu Ali. Zulu Ali's firm focuses on criminal law, family law, civil and personal injury, and international law. Zulu Ali is a former police officer and U.S. Marine, so you know you're in good hands. Serving all of California and immigration cases nationwide, representing victims and suspects at the International Criminal Court at The Hague. Call Zulu Ali today at 888-682-3049 or visit ZuluAliLaw.com. There's a new nationally syndicated radio program that's sweeping the nation, and you don't want to miss it. Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali, the voice of justice for the people. The focus of Justice Watch is to provide an honest analysis and viable solutions to the criminal and social justice crisis in America and the world from a black, brown, working class, and socially disadvantaged perspective, and to motivate listeners to be informed and part of the solution. Zulu Ali is joined by the Justice Crew, consisting of Rosa Nunez, Michael Clark, Dr. Akil Bashir, and Charito Ali to tackle the most pressing issues. Host Attorney Zulu Ali is a former police officer, U.S. Marine Corps veteran, and an award-winning trial lawyer who focuses on representing persons accused of crimes, immigrants, victims of discrimination, and persons seeking civil justice. Find out how to listen to Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali at justicewatchradio.com. Welcome back to Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali and the Justice Watch crew, where we're discussing the uh, the recent uh, and uh, situation where uh, Kamala Harris had dropped out of the presidential election, the presidential race. So I'm I'm actually sitting here and I'm reading some of the some of the things that we got right. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's. This comes from Vincent. He says that they will never have a positive thing to say about any black doing great in life. Always something negative, sad. Think about mm -hmm. that. I mean, I don't. I don't. I don't think that's. I, I don't think that's true in 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 a, in a total sense. I just think that um, whenever someone sees that uh, the agenda that one person particularly had prior to going into a certain field. Don't change your colors in the process, so to speak. Mm -hmm. If you flip-flop throughout the, you know, your process of your political campaign, you know, one from being someone who actually was tough on crime and 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 things that, especially in California, where you know crime is high and you know the great the great majority of the people who populate you know the prison system is African American, you was tough on that particular um, you know subject matter, and then all of a sudden you kind of flip-flop. I think it's not so much that we're not going to never be, you know, going to always be tough on someone who's black. I just think we're just calling it like we mm -hmm. see it. She also says, well, this one person just straight out said, cause she's not black. Uh, the other one says, has anyone, uh, this is from Renee, says, has anyone really looked at a record as a prosecutor, really looked if you did, you would see there was an instance of a rogue lab technician that wasn't fired fast enough, which caused about 1,500 of overturned convictions. Secondly, the keeping people of color in prison longer than needed is about one death row inmate whom she was against receiving new results, which are still under, undetermined. Could she have acted faster in those regards? Yes, yes. Did she get anyone up, set anyone up? No. 
As for her not being black enough, then why hold her to a higher tier than any other candidate in regard to black issues? We can't have it both ways. My opinion is that the black community is afraid of seeing people that look like us in positions of power. The black community will not find a savior or fixer even in a politician. Our issues are eternal and only we can fix them. Mm. What do you think about mm. Renee? Huh? You know what? It, it, she do have some validity to that. When the terms of, in terms of our, our our issues are internal, um, I can see you know I can see where that happens on countless occasions where you know uh, African Americans don't like you know other African Americans climbing to this level of, of of greatness. I mean, sometimes we like to crab in a barrel. Sometimes we pull a you know we pull other people down. That's along the same lines that we're on, just because we don't want to see them succeed more than we succeed. So I, I I understand that I I realize that that is a reality. Mm. Well, and the the argument I like that she points out: if you're going to say she's not black enough, then what's the whole issue then? If that's the case, you know. Uh, I got, mean, but what is being black enough? I mean, you know, I mean, it's just that's a ridiculous argument yeah, in and of itself. But her pointing it out, like saying, like this is this is dumb because if that's the case, then there's a non-issue, right? If she were white, then. We got Vincent. Vincent says Kamala Harris and Obama and any black person that wants to help. And speak for black people have and will get those same blacks trying to bring them down instead of uplifting them they call them black republican nazi party traitors that's what vincent said <laughs> huh what's up with vincent, <laughs> huh? what's up with vincent? <laughs> i mean that's to your point what you just said hello yeah i don't know man and then we got sharon sharon says harris forgot where she came from then while running she became uh, running, she because a black woman, she's well, something like she's she's confusing many people. As for Booker, I'm searching as much as I can about him. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So in other words, you, see that's kind of where you're going. I mean, they're, they're, you're looking for something on these individuals mm -hmm. because I think that subconsciously there is there's something about sometimes the way we see each other. You mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? And so when you do that, so in other words. It's almost like if she was to get into office. In other words, once you get into office, there's going to be this immediate idea that you're going to bring. You have to immediately bring something to the table. However, what we don't sometimes have to under, uh, understand, I mean, I, com I completely understand the idea that once you're put into a position, you have to go out, you should go out of your way to do what you can to help injustice, mm -hmm. right? And injustice not would would include your people and, and any any type anywhere you see injustice. That should be the focus in the situation, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. However, what we oftentimes forget is that, um, you know, when you're put into that position and you're trying to get there. Let me give you an ex uh, the perfect example. And we talked about this yesterday in the Stop and Frisk, when we talked about the Judge Olu Stevens. Mm -hmm. And you've seen what Judge Olu Stevens did. You know, the fact that Judge, this, this was a, for those people who don't know who Judge Olu Stevens is, he is a, a judge from Louisville, Kentucky, who basically called out a prosecutor for systematically, or what he believed had potentially had been systematically excluding black jurors which is a very, very critical issue in our country. It's mm -hmm. an extremely important issue, an extremely important problem that we very seldom talk about. Now, once he did that, 
he was actually suspended for six months. Mm -hmm. Now, very few people even know that that ever happened. Very few people know who this, this judge is. Mm -hmm. Very few, few, few people had, let's, you know, went to even to his rescue for what he did, mm -hmm. right? Nobody went and said, hey, do not take this man's job. I'm going to go up on the courtroom steps and we're going to, we're going to, we're not going to let you do this. Yeah. Now, let's just say that Kamala Harris happened when she was a prosecutor, happened to have been a prosecutor who put it on the line when she was in that position. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Let's just say she fought for those individuals. How many, and, and let's just say once she put herself on the line, they came after her. Mm -hmm. How many people that are on this thing dogging her out or anywhere else dogging her out would have came to her not aid? Not too many. Mm -hmm. Not too many of none. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not too many of none. See that that's kind of where I mean we you know in other words the the when someone so when we're asking people to put themselves in positions but oftentimes we're not willing to go out of way to support them and the same ask these individuals who are talking about her not being black enough ask them what have you done lately mm -hmm. you understand what I'm saying yeah now I completely understand I mean I think that what Judge Olu but but we have to ask ourselves as a community when we hold people to these particular standards, mm -hmm. we're always willing to ask people to do things that you're not willing to do. Mm -hmm. Because once you get out there and you put yourself out there, very few people are even going to come, you know, uh, to your to your rescue and yeah. support you. Yeah, and I can see I can see uh, someone like her, uh, you know, campaigning on a certain platform, and then just to get her in the office to do exactly what it is that she needs to do. But she needs to, you know, she needs to. You know, put herself out there like that in order to get in power because she know the power well, to be. You know, and I can understand a person doing that. You know, it's just that I just want someone whoever campaigns on a certain platform. Once you get to that power, in other words, let me let me say let me say that Donald Trump, when his campaign came out, he was all about immigration and law and you know the border and everything else. Did he get up there and start doing that? He immediately went to attack on that. You see what I'm saying? He campaigned on this, and he went into office, and he did exactly what he uh, he said that he was going to do. Opposed to other individuals, they 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 campaign on a certain platform, but then once they get into this political position, they back back. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think they all do that because mm -hmm. I think that what happens is once you get into the White House, I think the White House is not like we think it is. Mm -hmm. I mean, the power is not on the throne; the power is behind the throne. That's the reality of it. Mm -hmm. And just because you, you campaign on a particular position, it's just like many of the things that we saw. You know, you, you know if you, it, it, the way the game is played and the way we think it's played is completely different. Mm -hmm. Got you. And, and then so, in other words, you're the president of the United States, and let's just say you want to go in there and you want reparations, you want this and you want that. You can go up there talking about that if you want to. Mm -hmm. But the reality of it is is that basically what you're going to do is oftentimes you is, 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 is see, politics is a game. Mm -hmm. See, the reality of it is is that you cannot be a political activist or a pan-Africanist or an Africanist or a social activist or any of those things and become the president of the United States. It's not going to happen because that's not the way that it actually works. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that's the way, I mean, again, we have to, I think that sometimes we live in Disney world. And when she said, you know what, the thing that I liked about Renee, when she talked about the black community will not find a savior or fixer, even in a politician, mm -hmm. she's right on point. She's on point. Because that's really not going to be our savior. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, the thing about it is sitting on a social media site condemning Kamala Harris mm -hmm. is not, is, you're not a, a proactive black person anyway. Exactly. 
that's not going to get you mm-hmm. anywhere. And the majority of these individuals, the question is, what are you, I mean, you're saying these are the things that she needed. You talked about the fact of what was going on when we talked about the, you know, what the positions that she's, that she's taken with regards to the political just, I mean, criminal justice reform. But we, but, you know, we can't even get our folks to even sit on jury duty. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because exactly. I got some, the same people, if you call them the jury duty, they try to get out of it. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, so the reality of it is, is that basically, you know, we have to be careful about, you know, when we begin to start attacking someone like Kamala Harris and the positions that she's taken as far as being a, a district attorney, uh, you know, I, I, you know how I feel about the district attorney's office and, and the way that prosecutorial discretion and the things that they're doing. But at the same time, when you, you know, I talk about what if a district attorney came out and says, hey, man, I'm going to take this position against Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. They're treating African-Americans and then they lose their job. Mm-hmm. You know, it, you know, would, how many of us would really go up to the, to the DA's office and, and, and campaign yeah, and not, picket against it? Yeah. Not, you see, that, that's kind of where yeah. I'm coming from. That's kind of where I get it. I mean, I... Um, but understanding what she said that there's no savior, and I can almost I can almost bet that she would probably say that we have to be a savior of ourselves, mm. you know. And because we suffer from what we talked about that internal racism, that's become the issue. Okay, but at any rate, so we'll continue. I'm, I'm reading some of these. We'll talk a little bit more about that on the other side of the break. Don't touch that dial. Nubian Pictures presents a CCM Films production documentary entitled Purpose and Freedom. Keep your hand on the plow. This emotional and strong documentary tells the story of African-American lawyer Zulu Ali seeking justice and his purpose as a lawyer while crossing paths with Araceli, an undocumented immigrant from Mexico who is seeking her freedom. Together, they help discover their purpose and freedom in each other. Watch this incredible film today from iTunes Movies, YouTube Movies, Amazon Prime, and Google Play Movies. Learn about the cast and crew, links to purchase, and more at PurposeAndFreedomMovie.com. Purpose and Freedom. Keep your hand on the plow. Available now. Rated G. I did not feel safe. That's why I decided to come to California, because I didn't feel safe in Mexico. It's kind of like the system, and if you go outside the system, then it becomes a struggle. Are you an immigrant seeking defense representation and are looking to protect your rights? Or maybe someone who is experiencing an injustice or discrimination and need a lawyer you can trust? Well, that's exactly why you need the help of award-winning trial lawyer Zulu Ali. 
The law offices of Zulu Ali provides immigration defense representation for those seeking justice and looking to protect their rights. If you or a loved one needs professional legal advice and representation, then contact Zulu Ali. Zulu Ali's firm focuses on criminal law, family law, civil and personal injury, and international law. Zulu Ali is a former police officer and U.S. Marine, so you know you're in good hands. Serving all of California and immigration cases nationwide, representing victims and suspects at the International Criminal Court at The Hague. Call Zulu Ali today at 888-682-3049 or visit ZuluAliLaw.com. There's a new nationally syndicated radio program that's sweeping the nation, and you don't want to miss it. Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali, the voice of justice for the people. The focus of Justice Watch is to provide an honest analysis and viable solutions to the criminal and social justice crisis in America and the world from a black, brown, working class, and socially disadvantaged perspective, and to motivate listeners to be informed and part of the solution. Zulu Ali is joined by the Justice Crew, consisting of Rosa Nunez, Michael Clark, Dr. Akil Bashir, and Charito Ali to tackle the most pressing issues. Host Attorney Zulu Ali is a former police officer, U.S. Marine Corps veteran, and an award-winning trial lawyer who focuses on representing persons accused of crimes, immigrants, victims of discrimination, and persons seeking civil justice. Find out how to listen to Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali at JusticeWatchRadio.com. Welcome back to Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali and the Justice Watch crew. Where we continue with our discussion on Kamala Harris and her recent uh, departure from the presidential uh, race. And uh, I, I'm going to read something else that Renee wrote. I'm going to have, like I told you, I'm going to contact Renee. I want Renee <laughs> on the show for real. Now, this guy, Casimir, wrote Just because your skin is black doesn't make you black. She's a sellout, anyways. Someone uh, came back, says, Amen. There was another one that says, Amen. And Renee says, Casimir, you bought that. That hook, line, and sinker shaking my head. <laughs> what, what do you think about that? What does that mean? Huh? Well, I, I think what she was basically. If you're listening, <laughs> Renee, you need to get on the show. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I, I think that basically she just uh, saying that they just going along with the normal what they typically hear, opposed to doing a research. You know, she he bought into the story, uh, or, or bought into the narrative in which had been sold to him. You know, via the, the the media and everything else. So yeah. now Sharon says Harris forgot where she came from. Then while running, she be, she becomes a black woman. She's confusing many people. And that's mm-hmm. that's what she says. She says because then she became a black woman. And what she says, she forgot where she came from. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. And then and I mean, you know, come on. I mean, how do you tell somebody they forgot where they came from? I mean, that kind of becomes, you know, the reality of it is, is that basically. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of, and then it says, yeah, I just think at the end of the day, like you say, it all boils down to not so much race. It boils down to politics. What can I do to position myself in the, in, in, in office? What can I do to position myself in the right direction where I'm going to be able to get an office? Now, if I have to play on a couple of people, that's politics. What, what politics is, is what politics is innocence. There, there's no innocent politics. There's no, you know, truth about politics, you know? I mean, come on. Well, it's like you have to do what you have to do to get to where you're trying to go. And in this case, I think she's trying to hold all of that against her and say, like, 
Like, look, now you're trying to be. But who's to say that this isn't her showing up with what she's always wanted to do? Well, like, yeah, you know? but that goes back to, like, the, the judge you were just saying, Ola mm-hmm. Stevens. Let's say, for instance, if you go back to the beginning of his his his, his, his career or whatever, let's mm-hmm. say that he he um, he um put himself up on a different platform, right? But then once he got up there, he started seeing all the injustices that was done and said, hey, look, I'm not going to tolerate that. No, yeah. It wasn't that he changed his colors, you know, or nothing like that. He just leveled himself into a place where he get there where now he he's able to make that change. Yeah. But now that he's able to try to make that change, no one is coming out to support him. So it's, it goes back to, like you said, whether or not if she came out with that agenda and she promoted it and stuff, who's going to come to her offense, defense, you know? So it's like it's like a double-edged sword, when you, mm-hmm. when you, so to speak, you know? Yeah. We got one that says, uh, Aisha says, there there isn't any black politicians with a black agenda exclusively for black people here who are descendants of slaves not one politician that's why we're not voting for anyone who doesn't have our in, our best interests no tangibles no vote now renee comes back and says do you hold other candidates to the same stance i mean just because they're white or black they need our vote so i mean you know so so this is kind of one of the things that basically the the reality of it is it seems that there's more focus on who doesn't earn our vote mm-hmm. than there are people who deserve our vote. Exactly. You see, so in other words, would there be as much support for an individual? Let's just say you have an individual who has a lot of, you know, the positions are seem to be at least pretty solid, mm-hmm. right? I mean, would you have that same type of, you know, uh, interest and 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 motivation to vote for the person. It seems that sometimes the intensity or the motivation to not vote for someone oftentimes is greater mm-hmm. than the intensity and motivation to vote yeah. for someone. Because mm-hmm. yeah. in other words, the focus is always to look for reasons not to vote for someone. Mm-hmm. So in, let's just say, for example, Cory Booker. When someone says, I'm looking for him, mm-hmm. you're not looking for a way to support him. Exactly. You're looking for a way right. to not support him. Correct. You're trying to say there's got to be something wrong with him. Exactly. Yeah. But but the, the, the thing about it is, do they do the same research for other individuals? You know, you, you probably ask that person whether or not they did their homework on Joe Biden or whether they did it on, you know. No, because uh, they're or, still so, on the plantation. Exactly. Yeah. And so, therefore, like you say, they go in and say, look, let yeah. me see what's wrong with this person. How this person become, you know, get to this point of, you know, being, you know, putting up on, you know, getting to this level. You know, um, what is it about this person that makes these person qualify? But you never go into some other candidate and do the homework on them. It's just like the bills. A lot of people don't read about the bills. Yeah. You know, true. and to they go and vote on them and then they don't read the little small lines or the little subsections and stuff like that to realize that look you voted for something totally that was totally opposed to what you technically believe in so i think it's you know they go into looking for something to be wrong with it so that tends to be because i'm thinking that what if i was to put you know something on here about joe biden Mm-hmm. You would get less. I mean, you wouldn't get the same people talking about the same no. thing. No, no, you wouldn't. Mm-mm. What they would be, they'll be questioning you. Why you put Joe Biden? Yeah. Up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. that's what's going to be the question. Right. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I mean, so it, yeah. it's just, you know, it, it's kind of crazy, man. Yeah. You right. know the way that we that we we're thinking, and we're thinking like a sl- the people who think that they're thinking progressively mm-hmm. and consciously, oftentimes are the ones that are thinking like the slave. 
Yeah. But, and they just don't know it. Yeah. And if you put something on Joe Biden, then you're going to become the, you're going to think, you stay saying you're going to be, become the person that's thinking like a slave now. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's good. kind of the, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's kind of crazy when we, you know, sometimes the way that we think. And so mm -hmm. the reality of it is, is that basically, you know, are you, it's just like, for example, when it comes to black businesses. Mm -hmm. Now, like, for example, if you got a black business, you know, even as, you know, uh, black people are a lot more skeptical skeptical of black business, mm -hmm. businesses than they are of other businesses. Yep. But they're going to be critical of you as to how you run your business. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you're not going to, you're not consuming my goods nor my services, but you're going to go out of the way to tell me how to run my business. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So we have to change that. I mean, that's it's classic. You know, it's classic Willie Lynch. Yeah. It's all classic Willie Lynch. You know, the same way that we, you know, and, and you know, the revisiting of Willie Lynch when we went into the whole issue of COINTELPRO, mm -hmm. where they tried to, you know, whenever they sit they're, they're looking for individuals that could, you know, figure out a way to, to, to turn you turn you away from from your people mm -hmm. you know if they think that you're doing well someone that's going to be seen as a messiah and they're not going they're not going to like that yeah exactly. but what's crazy you know I, I went and saw a movie yet last night it's called uh, is it queen and slim is that yeah, what queen we want yeah. you see that? no i haven't seen it yet i'm going to ruin it for everybody <laughs> no. i am i'm going to no, ruin it for everybody <laughs> now basically we know that in the movie the the reality of it is is that that he uh, you know, they kill the police officer, which we see that, right? Uh -huh. And they basically become, you know, like heroes. Mm -hmm. So they're, you know, they're on the run and mm -hmm. people are helping them stay away from, um, you know, from the police and mm -hmm. getting caught and being detected. Um, but ultimately, they go to this one person that's supposed to take him to a plane in order for them to leave and go to, to Cuba. Mm-hmm. But when but the guy that took him there, he's driving. He says, "You know, uh, you giving us something to believe in again." And he takes him to the and drops him off, turns around and leave. And then that's when they get caught. At that point, right? Mm -hmm. But the person who but he was the one that turned him in, the black dude. Wow! After saying that, he's yeah. the one who <laughs> turned him in. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. But to you know, just to kind of give you an example, I know I know a person who actually that's a black owned business, but on their website they said that they actually don't put their name attached to it, but they actually attach other faces and other in other words in other words, pictures that they use on it is not pictures of African American, mm -hmm. but they use white uh, 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 white pictures, you know, just mm -hmm. to convey exactly what the business is about. Mm -hmm. Because they're saying that, you know, when it comes to African Americans, they're more inclined to buy from someone who's white than it is their own kind. And that was that was, that's a sad reality, mm -hmm. but it's that truth is. to it. Yeah, is so. that true? That is true. I've heard that too. I've seen it too. Oh really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they even know the game. Uh, there's people who hire consultants <laughs> to help with yeah. that, with, yeah. with the look of things, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in for this edition of Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali. And on behalf of the Justice Watch crew, we'll see you next week. Same time, same place, same channel. And until that time, stay blessed. Are you an immigrant seeking defense representation and are looking to protect your rights? Or maybe someone who is experiencing an injustice or discrimination and need a lawyer you can trust? Well, that's exactly why you need the help of award-winning trial lawyer, Zulu Ali. 
The law offices of Zulu Ali provides immigration defense representation for those seeking justice and looking to protect their rights. If you or a loved one needs professional legal advice and representation, then contact Zulu Ali. Zulu Ali's firm focuses on criminal law, family law, civil and personal injury, and international law. Zulu Ali is a former police officer and U.S. Marine, so you know you're in good hands. Serving all of California and immigration cases nationwide, representing victims and suspects at the International Criminal Court at The Hague. Call Zulu Ali today at 888-682-3049 or visit ZuluAliLaw.com. It's time for NBC Radio News on KCAA Loma Linda. Brought to you by Green Kong Dispensary, the Inland Empire's finest curated medical and recreational dispensary. Google GreenKong.com. The offenses shined as the Niners get a walk-off field goal to beat the Saints 48-46 as Drew Brees threw for five touchdowns. And Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.